Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. It's the news update on Make It Rain. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Dane. I'm Alex Fasano with your Make It Rain news update. You guys were right. I was overthinking it. Lamar Jackson did what he was put here to do, and he clinches the AFC North for the Baltimore Ravens. They beat the Jets 42-21 to on Thursday night football. They clinched the AFC North. They win their 10th consecutive game, and Lamar Jackson surpasses Michael Vick the all-time quarterback rushing yards record. There's still two weeks left in the season, guys. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. He sits with 1,106 rushing yards on the year. He might reach 1,200 yards. Uh, this is crazy. Well-deserved sure. for Lamar Jackson, the MVP front runner this season. Do you think he will finish in the top, you know, like five in NFL rushing? Like, yeah, like he's been in the top 10 in rushing yeah. yards in the NFL for most of the season. Like, do you think – because I guess not, though, think, right? Yeah, he'll probably stay top 10, probably not five. But the thing is, he ain't playing week seven. Exactly, exactly. So, so that's gets, what it will be. He gets 94 I, rushing yards this week, then he reaches 1,200, right. but that's a lot. That's yeah, a tall yeah. order. Um, but we'll see yeah, what happens. Right. And, uh, Lamar Jackson, congratulations on your uh, record-breaking performance. He finished with 212 yards in the air, five Count him five touchdowns he threw. He also had eight carries for 86 yards on the ground. Mark Ingram had 13 carries for 76 yards. Fifth in the NFL in rushing. He's currently fifth in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, with the game, he's got a game now on everybody, yeah. right? But fifth in the NFL in rushing. It's hysterical the name that he's above. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he has more running yards this season than Ezekiel Elliott. <laughs> He That's has more running yards this year than Leonard Fournette, Josh Jacobs, you know, Chris Carson, wow. RB1s. Literally the only people in the NFL with more rushing yards than him are Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb, and McCaffrey. <laughs> like, it's Unbelievable. Ridiculous. That's great. I'm curious now, now that you got me thinking, Dane, I wonder what Michael Vick finished with his yeah. record. Did he finish top 10 probably in running uh, in rushing yards that season? I wouldn't be surprised. Look it up. Yeah. If in the year he for a thousand, he was top ten. That's I, interesting. I wouldn't be surprised. I would say no because back then, a few years ago, rushing was more. We're now more in a passing yeah, league, that's true. That's so true. we'll get to those kind of benchmarks. But Lamar is one of them. There you go. <laughs> so, but congratulations to Lamar, his childhood idol, Michael Vick. I mean, unbelievable, yeah. great performance. Uh, Seth Roberts too. What a great day for him. Three catches, sixty-six yards, and a touchdown. Now for the Jets, guys. Sam Darnold, two hundred and eighteen yards, two touchdowns, one pick. But Le'Veon Bell reached a season high, guys. 87 yards on 21 carries for the New York Jets. He stuck it to everybody, right? He can bowl great numbers, and he can run great numbers. Uh, Jamison Crowder had two touchdowns, 90 yards, and six catches. Next week, the Baltimore Ravens head to Cleveland. They win. They get the number one seed in the AFC, and the Jets play host to my Pittsburgh Steelers, and I will be there at MetLife Stadium next Sunday. I cannot wait. I'm so excited. Nice. I, I think I might wear my Le'Veon Bell jersey, guys. Is that in bad taste? Or, or <laughs> uh, Bell Steelers jersey? My Bell Steelers jersey. Careful what I you like wish that. for. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> he may he may run over us. We don't know. We'll see. Adam Gase might have been like, wow, so we got the wow, maybe he can run. Yeah, exactly. Now we're using mm. him the right way, huh? Maybe. Yeah. Now he gets six yards <laughs> of carry. Oh. Also, a few plays. Yeah. Like as a straight yep. receiver, he was running slants. Yeah, he I was like he was out in the slot and it was crazy. Good dude. He was also ten pounds lighter, apparently. He uh he was he he shed some pounds there during the flu, so 
It's the bowling Dude, ball. Yeah, shed some pounds throwing bowling balls. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> we'll see what happens next week uh, at MetLife Stadium. In the NBA, guys, thoughts and prayers up to the ex-NBA commissioner, David Stern. He was hospitalized after a brain hemorrhage yesterday. The 77-year-old underwent emergency surgery in New York's Mount Sinai West Medical Center. The league sends their thoughts and prayers. He was obviously the commissioner from 1984 to 2014, 30 years that helped shape the NBA into what it is today. He increased TV revenue. He helped player salaries increase franchises values rise and he also founded the WNBA so thoughts and prayers to David Stern hopefully a speedy recovery for the ex-NBA commission uh you guys might get a kick out of it I don't know if you get a kick out of it but it's interesting Miami Heat suspend their guard Dion Waiters for a third time this season after failure to adhere to team policies it was violation of the team rules and continued insubordination uh he will I could have told you (laughs) exactly like at Syracuse was crazy at Cuse, he was he was wild. He is he was a weird. troublemaker. It is crazy. But uh, this is his but third third suspension this season. He will have to sit until December twenty third. His next game will be December twenty seventh against the Pacers. He obviously had a ten game ban in November. We all remember the the plane ride with those edibles. <laughs> so that was a fun time. Uh, so we got a ban for that. He was suspended for the season opener for detrimental conduct. His last two games, he got nine hundred thousand nine hundred. Hey, he hasn't me. played a game yet. It's crazy. Not one game. It's crazy. He's Not one game. Has all, he played. all these fines, he's losing $1.4 million. Yeah. yeah. That's, and that's they're wild. trying to do an end around and try and create a some sort of out clause there. Yeah, that's we'll just, it's just, hero. He's yeah. got another year in his contract. Yeah, he's got one more, and he's just an albatross right now. It's like ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Just a distraction at this point for the Heat. Yep. Uh, I'm sure Jimmy Butler will have something to say about that as the yep. season continues. Uh, really quick, guys. College football tomorrow. Army-Navy game. Army is plus 330 on the money line. Navy is 10.5-point favorites. The over-under is 40. And a half. Big what? ship and the over. There you go. Big ship on the over. We got a full slate of NBA games tonight and NFL Week 15 on Sunday. Going to send it back to the crew on Make Arena, helping you win some cash for this weekend. You're listening to the Sports Grid Network. Let it rain! You remember the class where I taught you all how to make it rain? Make it rain. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. All right, here we go. Friday edition of Make It Rain. Final hour on the grid, sportsgrid.com. I'm Germanary. He is Dane Martinez. Plenty to get to this hour. Our gold friend, Jay, the sports gig CEO, join us here at uh, 820. Yeah. We got, uh, what a card. Manda Nunez on the card here this weekend uh, mm-hmm. and uh, UFC uh, 245. Covington's fighting Holloway. Uh, Amanda Nunez is quite honestly maybe the best pound, and I'm not even kidding when I say best oh, yeah. pound-for-pound fighter in the U.S. Yep. A crazy, absolutely crazy good. Uh, and she's going to have her hands full, actually, in a uh, in a rematch here. So plenty to break down there. Plus, of course, we'll... Start talking some of these NFL uh, matchups. Start throwing some pl- uh, picks your way. You had mentioned it, Dame, Army, Navy. We talked about it a little bit yesterday, and I'm just going to yeah. caution people again. When you hear things like 13 out of the last 14 years, it's been under this matchup, I will ask then, and and just do this. Next time somebody tells you, well, you know, 13 out of the 14 years, it's been under. Ask them what happened in 2014. What bearing does that have on Malcolm Perry and the coach this year and this team. It's got you go 10 years ago, like none of these players were on that team. And here's the one stat you need to know. All right, last year with this under team, right, with Navy, they were 101st in yards per play last year in the country. This year, they're 11th. 
Do the math, guys. This is not your normal Navy squad. And hell, even Army's averaged 30 points this year. Army hasn't lost a game less than nine points. So this is a team, both of these teams, that defense is okay, but these two teams can light it up, man. These two teams can absolutely put points on the board, Dane. And uh, these aren't your same old, same old Army-Navy teams here. And this number, it's going to continue to drop, man, simply because – the people are going to keep hearing 13 out of 14 years under, 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 and they're going to keep hammering the under. And they're, I think by kickoff, Dane, this number is going to be in the 30s, at which particular Great. point we'll be going into the couch cushions looking for money to put on the over. Yep. I'll hit submit. Yep. I'll hit submit. I hit it already over 40 and a half. I'll take it even more at it's over coming. 39 and a half. It, it's going to hit the Let's 30s, go. man. Absolutely, man. Wait for it. And then hammer it. Forgage it. Here comes Malcolm Perry Navy, the midshipman. And I'll put it on it. Damn it. Oh, fair enough. Done. And then I'll keep it all. Here we go. Hour two next. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. Here we go. Welcome into the grid on this Friday. It is December the 13th. It's Friday the 13th. Damn. It sure is. Damn. Scary. Sage in his studio. Scary. Let's go. Get that. Burn that. Get rid of these. uh, You know, know, we'll do. We'll. we'll, Speaking of burn, we'll bring in uh, Jay to Sports Gig here coming up in about about 10 minutes. Uh, We'll get to the UFC. And a little baseball news there, too, Dana. You know, this has been. What do we got? Bubbling now. That the Yankees apparently they they're not messing around. Apparently, not only yeah. did they spend two hundred twenty-four million on Cole, Yo. apparently they're full on board. Like they are going to get Josh Hader. Like they want Josh Hader. And I think we can all admit now, when the Steinbrenner family and Cashman want somebody, they're just gonna go out and buy him, guys. That's how it works. Like we all have that friend, right? We all have that friend. Mm-hmm. Like if you see something, it's like, oh, yep. I would maybe next month. Yep. Yeah, yeah, no. Like, buy it. Here we go. I'm buying it. That's what the Yankees are right now. They're full-on infomercial, 2 o'clock in the morning, half in the bag. I'm buying everything I see on TV, Dan. Josh Hader, really? Is that what? Yeah. So, really? <laughs> are they going to get him, you think? Yes, I do. Oh. And I think this is a trade, though. This would be a trade market, yes. not a signing, Joe. Okay, right. and I think, listen— Clint Frazier, peace. Miguel Andujar, peace. peace. You know, and, and, Absolutely. and Joe, like, okay, the rotation now with Cole, right? They go right. Cole, Severino, Paxton, Tanaka, let's say, right? I don't care mm-hmm. who my fifth starter is. Jordan Montgomery, Domingo Herman, cool, whatever. Mm-hmm. You're telling me that now after, like, six innings, or the you know, these guys, Cole, and Pat, they only got to get through the lineup twice, and then we're talking still Chapman. Hater, potentially. Britain, who's been nasty. Ottavino, Canely. And this is even without, if they let Dylan Batances walk, 
They literally have all-stars that are in their 20s in most positions on the field. I mean, I think what it is is, Joe, you know, this decade is now going down as the first decade that they did not at least reach the World Series, I think, since the, like, 1900. Mm-hmm. And this is now profiling for the roaring 20s for these New York Yankees. They're young. They're locked in. Houston may be on the decline, <laughs> you know, because of punishments or what have you. Boston's looking like they're tearing it apart a little bit. Um, this sets up well for the Yankees for now and the future. If they get hater, I mean, like, <laughs> it, I'm laughing. It's laughable. It really is. But it also makes total sense. Listen, from the... He's 25 years old, guys. He's going to have yeah. three years of eligible arbitration. He oh, is going to cost the Brewers an absolute fortune. Money they don't pay. We've already seen what they do when they get right. talent. Chase Anderson, uh, yep. Jimmy Nelson, Travis Shaw, Eric sure. Dane. They, they just, hey, thanks very much, and they move on. Plus, their farm system is crap. So a team like the Brewers needs a an injection right. of talent. They need to not pay, overpay for a closer. You know, their window of opportunity was small. They took advantage of it. It didn't work out. But they a team like the Yankees do. right now is in prime position to be able to pounce, yeah. grab this, you know, give them all the young prospects they want, throw in a That's couple right. of other guys, and voila, there you go. Josh Hader's yep. in a Yankee uniform. I can't – at 25 I years old. I think this old, is going to happen. I think this I, is going to happen. And then he's, in essence, replacing Batantis. And, you know, Cashman I don't think has wanted to away. build teams like this. Yeah. I don't think they're going to give him away. It's going to cost the Yankees a, a, a pretty penny. But you know what? It's it's a, at 25 years old, go ahead. Give him, yeah. give him whoever you have in the farm system. But Andujar is a pretty penny. Clint Frazier yeah. is a pretty penny. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why we yep. have these kind of assets. And listen, this is the way Cashman has been wanting to build teams, right? With the back end of his mm-hmm. bullpen. He's been on this tip for a while. Um, I would say the Royals were kind of first with their run, um, building mm-hmm. it through the back end, and it was a financial thing for them. But, right. yeah, man. I mean, if they are running out Ottavino, Britton, Chapman, and then Hader as well, like, they are like shortening I- the game, and this is the way playoff baseball is played. <laughs> It's just almost, it's almost unfair. It really is almost unfair. I mean, and let's, even if you look at what the, uh, I think what the, the odds were when Garrett called for the Yankees, we had talked about it, right? It was like the odds went, oh boy, it's still a plus number, but it ain't going to be like that for long. I think they're, they're, (laughs) what was their win total too? I think the Yankees, um, that it it was a hundred. Well, oh, here on the 10th of December, guys, their win total was 97 and a half. On the 11th, it was 100 and a half. Uh, when they signed, it's now 101 and a half. What does it go if, if Hater is there? I don't know. If they get Hater, what do they go to? 105 wins? Like, that is just obnoxious. I'll tell you what. If it goes up that high, I'll take the under. I, I'll take the under. Any, I would. Did you see how I hurt feel, they got this year, guys? Games. Yeah. Oh, my. Word. Yeah, it's getting at it. It's got overreaction time, guys. It, it's coming. It getting is coming. All this hot stove yeah. love. Like, don't get me wrong. I think, yo, I think they are primed and ready to go. Okay. And I, like I said, the roaring 20s for the New York yep. Yankees, the decade they're set up for. Um, but, you know, let's not go crazy. No, no. And also, i will be very interested to, uh, and I'm looking at what their total is because I, I pulled these up last night. A team I think you and I both agree with, and you know this because you've got ties there, my friend. Um, do not sleep on the Padres this year here, guys. Do not sleep on that Padres team, Dane. That young talent, those young arms, 
And as I'm trying, their win total is 84 and a half. And, uh, you know, Niffin, if you're listening <laughs> over here, you you picked the wrong <laughs> year. You picked the wrong year to go over, brother. Um, I like San Diego a lot this year, man. I, that young talent that they've got a year under their belt, they're going to be beasts out in the West, man. It's like Paddock and Tatis with another year. Oh, Machado acclimate. Hell yeah. yeah. They, they trade for Tommy Pham, right? Like recently That's when, when Snell was That's... off about it. Right. That's and correct. let me tell you something. They're going to spend some money in the next month or two. Big time. <laughs> yeah, big like, time. Listen, I'm surprised if they get a relatively big fish, like a Madison Bumgarner. You know, thank you. Something yep. like that. They were playing in the Strasburg and Cole because they were like Strasburg went to San Diego State. You know what I mean? He's like he's right. a he's a he's a he's a beloved son. And on that some owner level. wants to spend money. That yeah, you know, he listen. He yeah. gets Machado. He told you already what was going on there, man. That it's, team is loaded. This is a long term plan. The same way the Astros and the Royals did, and the Cubs. They went years with all these kids. They now yeah. finally figure out like it's coming. They're coming up together. Even guys like you know Margot, Renfro, uh, you know Franmil Reyes. They got a bunch of these kids, right? Paddock and other arms. And yep. they know that Machado is lighter fluid for it. They did yep. that last year. They're going to yep. do it again this year, people. I agree, man. And that's uh, that number hanging right around there in that mid-80s number. That's a good number because this could – they're not that far off. They land themselves a Bumgarner, like you said, or a Ryu or somewhere along those lines. Those arms are not – they are no joke, guys. That team is no joke with those – they are going to be good. I can see them winning 90 games. No, pro- hell, the Tampa Bay Rays won 90 games. So, um, but there are some overinflated. Like Houston's number is 97 and a half right now. Do you sure. trust y- y- Houston's? I'm hell good. yeah! Like hell yeah! I'm looking at these yesterday, going, all right, I got to tie it up for a year. But you got to be kidding me! Houston's not winning 97 and a half games. Are you nuts, Joe? We don't know about the system. Like, there's going to be punishments handed mm-hmm. out to Houston. What Your happens point? when? Their players are suspended. What happens if AJ Hinch is uh, suspended for the year? That's correct. Yeah, you know there is about trading potentially Correa. They've already lost Cole Verlander, a year older. Like they may win the division, but ninety-seven is a big number. They're uh, going to be worse. I wouldn't hand a division yet because I think the Angels want to have something to say with that also. So it's It's always a quality team in there that no one gives enough respect to. Absolutely. And there's that kind of hangover, right? They've been there now a few years in a row. The World Series loser, that kind of thing. I I, 97 is a big number. It's like a huge Dane. I was saying the same thing last night. I'm checking on a few different places and they're all right around the same. I'm like, yeah. You got to be kidding me here, guys. They're, they ain't winning 97 games. I don't care. It ain't happening. Not this year. There are punishments on the horizon mm-hmm. for this team. It's coming. You're absolutely correct. You're absolutely correct. And also, I, I'm looking at the Padres. I'm looking at the Angels. The Mets are hanging around that 85 number. There's... It, yep. Interesting. Got to tie the money up. But... I think it's almost free money, Dane. It's like, surprise. It's just put it in an escrow. Put it in an escrow, exactly. Jada Sports Gag joins us next here on The Grid. Sports Grid Time. (laughs) 
Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. the next daily fantasy millionaire if you do raise your hand and then perfect dunk on the nbs dfs competition you can do so right now with dailyroto.com simply dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this nba season you can compete with the pros with the dailyroto.com optimizer it is the most accurate projections available in the nba dfs market plus you get lineup alerts breaking news late swap support and so much more save 10 percent now on winning NBA DFS advice with the promo code DUNK. That's dailyroto.com forward slash DUNK. Dailyroto.com forward slash DUNK. And remember, dailyroto.com is where millionaires are made. And want to welcome you guys in here to the grid. It is sportsgrid.com. I'm Joe Neri. He is Dane Martinez. As we get ready for a monster weekend in the world of sports. And uh, one event, guys, is really... As much as we got going on, you got Army, Navy, you got NBA, you got, of course, a week 15 of the NFL, but UFC 245, guys, it's the final pay-per-view event of the 2019 calendar. And I don't know, this is maybe just one of a handful of UFC title fight or, or cards that we have seen that is just, it's got three title fights on it. It's the biggest damn card, not only this year, but maybe in a few years that have we seen and who better to help break it down for us than our man. And I can't believe he's up, but he's managed to do it. Jay, the sports keg, CEO, host of the live line on SBR, also covers the MMA for Odds Market. And Jay, thanks for staying up and hanging out with us here, brother. How you been? Hi, guys. I'm awake, bro. Let's go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> he's ready to rock. All right, so first and foremost here, dude, this card is, is it honestly is, it's it's historic. Uh, you know, you got Amanda Nunez, you've got, uh, you've got, you've got all of these dudes coming in in one place for the end of the year. We've been waiting for this for a while, haven't we? Yeah, it's definitely best card of the year, Joe. There are probably six fights on this card that can go either way. It's the toughest main event and co-main event to um, pick this year for sure. And then the third fight on the main card is Amanda Nunes in a Bantamweight mm. Championship match. So it's crazy. The whole card is stacked. Yep. And before we get to this, your boy, uh, we get we start talking about some of these fights, but your boy, Cowboy Cerrone, one of your all-time favorites, Dane and <laughs> I know this, um, he's basically being used as a punching bag and a stepping stone for Conor McGregor. How does Conor McGregor go from getting his ass handed to him, disappearing, hitting old men in a bar. But if he beats Cerrone, somehow he gets a title fight. Like in January, like what the hell is going on here with the UFC and Dana White? You know, uh, I'm happy and I'm sad because Cowboy Cerrone deserves this payday. He's finally going to get paid Mm. for a Mm. fight. But it's unfortunate because he's going to get starched. He doesn't have a (laughs) chance, man. It, 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 he really does. He's got CTE already for sure. 
So, I mean, it, it, but you know what? At least he gets the payday, Joe, on the way out the door. He's only got a couple fights left in him. Mm. Hey, Joe. I mean, hey, Jay, uh, you know, good having you back on. I'm looking at these big-time fights, you know, the main events, and I know a lot of people. I've seen a lot of people picking Covington, and he's at plus 150. Um, are you also picking the underdog in this fight? I'm on Covington. I'm on him. It's a really tough it's a tough oof, fight, oof. really tough fight, man. If you would describe both these guys with two words, it would be wrestling and it would be stamina. They both have wrestling accomplishments up and down their college career. I would give a small edge wrestling to Kamaru Usman, and I would give a slight edge to the cardio to Colby Covington because he's got the sickest motor I've ever seen in the history of me watching this sport. He can go 25 minutes all out. Each of their last fights were great performances. Kamara Usman destroys Tyron Woodley to get the welterweight championship belt. And Colby Covington, in his last fight with Robbie Lawler, he sets the significant strike record. So if this fight was a pick I would probably take Kamara Usman, right? But when you make your living doing this, you bet the numbers. You don't bet teams or fighters. I think at plus 165, uh, it's it's way, way off from what it should be. I think both these guys should be about minus 110. So at plus 165, I have to grab the value. From a betting perspective, the only way to go is to take Covington. It's interesting, too, uh, Dan, because, um, uh, Jay, because in Colby Covington is on record yesterday as saying, listen, if I win this title fight and I don't get a raise, I'm, I'm quitting. I'm, I'm retiring. I mean, is that <laughs> is that still the issue right now? I mean, you mentioned payday for Cerrone. Uh, is he right? I mean, are these guys just simply not being taken care of unless you're somebody named Conor McGregor? Yeah, Joe. I mean, Dana White, mm-hmm. it, it, at the end of the day, if you're not – uh, Connor or John Jones, now Israel Adesanya is probably the biggest fighter in the sport. You, you know, these guys are, are fighting for their lives. They're only getting maybe $50,000 a fight. If you get, if you get the, if you get the win, maybe you get another $50,000 bonus. They have uh, performance of the night bonuses, but wow. the, but the guys that are getting like pay-per-view points, they're the big guys. Like, Cerrone will finally get a fight now where he'll get pay-per-view points. Colby Covington wins this belt, then, yeah, he'll, he, he's, he's getting a raise. He, he better get a damn raise, I'll tell you that. No, it's, right. it's not really far <laughs> from the days of Kimbo Slice in the backyard. You're getting 50K. It's crazy. It. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying. Hey, Jay, any reason, uh, any reason I shouldn't stack Amanda Nunez in some parlays this weekend? I, I got seven thousand dollars on her. Okay. Wow. I've made <laughs> Okay. I've, I've made probably like twenty grand since twenty fifteen. I'm telling you, bro, she she's the best to ever do it. She's the greatest uh female MMA fighter of all time. I yeah. see people taking uh Jermaine Duran to me and it makes me laugh. First of all, she beat her <laughs> six years ago. When she mm-hmm. had 11 pro fights under her belt, Jermaine Durandamy went into that fight 40-0 and 0 as a Dutch kickboxer, and she got slept. Now, mm-hmm. Amanda Nunes now is on another level. 
I don't see anything that Jermaine Durand and me will be able to do in this fight to to give her a legitimate chance. I grabbed her at minus 270. She's now in the minus 325 range. I also threw her in a money line parlay with a guy named uh, Peter Jan. He's minus a nickel. He's fighting Uriah Faber, who should mm. be he, he'll be back into retirement after this fight. Um, that brings it down to around minus one sixty five. That parlay, okay. and I threw I threw another thousand on her to get it done inside the distance at minus a buck and a quarter. I just don't see it, man. She's just that good. Yeah, no, she is. And speaking of uh, another really good fighter, uh, anybody uh, better currently informed than Max Holloway right now? One of the most dominant guys we've seen in a while as well. Who's he taking on, Volkanovski? Yeah, er- everyone knows who Max is. Greatest UFC featherweight in the history of the promotion. They know him, but they're a lot less familiar with his opponent on Saturday. Alexander mm. Volkanovski, he's a murderer. Seven fights in the UFC, seven wins. Prior to that, he goes 13-1 and one in mm. uh, various regional promotions overseas. He's got a Greco-Roman wrestling background, but he doesn't use it as much as you would think in the octagon. He was a two-time champion in the Australian Fighting Championship where Israel Adesanya came out of. His stand-up's really good. Overall, I'm a big fan. The problem is, is this is the toughest test he'll ever have in this division. Though Everybody saw Max Holloway get destroyed by Dustin Poirier in his mm-hmm. last fight. What people don't realize is that they, this is a different weight class. He moved up to lightweight to try and get mm. the belt. Poirier, Poirier ruined him. Now Max is back at his weight class where nobody has touched him in six years, Joe. So yeah. I really think minus 170 is a fair price for, um, for Max. The only common opponent they have was Jose Aldo. When you look at what Alexander Volkanovsky did to an older Jose Aldo, and then right. you look at what Max did to him twice in his prime, it's not even close. I have to pull the trigger on Max here. Why is Aldo hey, fighting again? Like, sir, isn't he on the yeah, card? That's what as well? I was just going to mention. Yeah. Aldo's on this card, too. He is, right? Aldo, yeah, bro. The, he, he, he's moving down in weight. He's been eating two pounds of salad every day for the last three months. <laughs> I, I, how are you? He's I on mean, that keto diet like my fiance. <laughs> He's not even eating meat, bro. You're going to step into the cage. You're not even eating meat. Stop. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're seriously. That's re- Is there anybody on a pre- uh, preliminary you like? You like Mike Perry in this, uh, in this, in this match? And Mike Perry, you know, I try to take him at, at, like every fight, but he just doesn't have it, Joe. He's two and four in his last six. Yeah. I think uh, Jeff Neal. It's not worth the price. I'll tell you. I'll tell you a dog I like. I think Jessica I against uh, Vivian Arujo. I think that's a mispricing. I think she's got a shot. The last time people saw her, it was a light kick around the world. Valentina Shevchenko kicked her in her face, put her yes. head like six rows up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So she's yep. back plus one fifty five ish. I think Ooh. she's a live dog. Yeah, and um, other than that. I really don't see anything dog-wise. I think oh, um, it's a dog. You, it's it might be yeah. Colby's a dog, right? It might be worth taking a shot. Uh, the fight does not go the distance 
in the mm. Holloway fight is plus 130. It's a five-round fight. It could definitely not go the distance. At plus 130, that's probably worth a look. And um, that's really all I see, to be honest with you, in terms of the dogs. So it's a Nunez and just about everybody, Dane, is what it sounds like. So yep, just let's pack like Nunez. Nunez, Colby, Covington kind of combination there. I like Dan, this Jan um, uh, said also that's around and minus Jan, too, right. I'm going to take Jan and yeah, Nunez. Yeah, uh, that kind of minus like love 150. Jan. Yep, love Jan. You could uh, throw her in a parlay. Oh, well, Mar- another guy I love. Jose Aldo's fighting uh, today. Marlon Moraes tom- uh, tomorrow yeah. night is going to kill him. Yeah. Kill him. He's going to kill him. So, okay. Yeah, and Junior. Right, about that. Yeah, Ray, Jay, hang out. Uh, hang out for a couple minutes. I wanted to we'll talk some NFL with you. We'll get your thoughts here. We'll go around the horn. We'll get some NFL picks as well. Jay to Sports Gag. Come back with us here on The Grid, sportsgrid.com. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash dunk to learn more. It's the grid, sportsgrid.com. Name of the show, Make It Rain, Dane Martinez, Joe and Ari. We are joined by our very good friends, Jay the Sports Kick, CEO, host of the Live Line on SBR, also uh, MMA Extraordinaire on Odds Market, and uh, a fellow Dane, and we don't often get this here on the show, but uh, yeah. usually it's just you and I crying on each other's shoulder with the Jets. And uh, now we bring in a third party here. Sure. Because uh, between the three company. of us, Yes, our fandom for the New York Jets, Jay. It's never ending, my friend, but my word. Listen, I, I, there were parts of that game last night I was actually, I was going, they're going to quit on Gase at any point here, but they didn't. Like, I, I was actually somewhat impressed by the effort there last night. I know it's not saying much, but I couldn't tell you five people that were on the defensive side of that ball. I didn't even know who these dudes were. Um, what did you think about the Jets' effort last night in that game? You know, I think that they moved the ball really well between the 20s and the first half. I was like, wow, I I thought Darnold looked really good in the first half. And then in the second half, you know, they just did what they do. They suck. You know what I mean? So I I, I sat there and watched that game in awe. Lamar Jackson is just incredible. I was on over 191.5 passing yards and over 43.5 on Hollywood Brown receiving yards. Mm. So we got the chicken on both those. But I like the Jets. Uh, I like the Jets in the first half, and I didn't like them in the second half. Uh, they didn't quit on Gase, which is amazing, because I thought that they would have. Uh, I, I really hope Le'Veon Bell's not on the team next year. The kid's a disgrace. So, um, yeah, that that's basically what I thought. Hey, Jay, let me you ask know, you this. All show long, we've been looking at one line, and Joe and I can't figure out this movement. Maybe you could help us out nope. with it. I'm looking at Green Bay, 
hosting the Chicago Bears. It started at like five or six. It's down to three and a half. But we both like Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay at home. Can you explain to us why the money's moving the other way? I can't because while okay. you guys were so talking with about us. this earlier and yeah, earlier in the show, I, I, I went through both their injury reports to see who it's looking like is inactive or active for this line to move this much, especially when this Green Bay Packers team and Aaron Rodgers specifically is mm-hmm. just a different team at Lambeau Field. You know, he's a 500 quarterback on the road, but he is special at home. I yeah. like their team total over. 22 and a half. I mm. think that's cheap. Uh, maybe yeah. somehow Trubisky and that defense keeps it close, but I do think you could usually count on Rodgers to get you more than 22 and a half points at home. So I, I, that that's where I would be leaning that team total over. Yeah, I think uh, that, that's actually uh, that's actually nice. a pretty good uh, a good place to start there. Another game that uh, Dana and I have talked about. Uh, this week was the Texans and the Titans, uh, two teams that, you know, going in different places here. Texans got to go on the road now after an embarrassing loss to Denver. They got to go to Tennessee, where all of a sudden Ryan Tannehill is, voila, look at that. Ryan Tannehill can actually play quarterback. And, you know, Dane and I have talked about him going, I don't, uh, you know, I mean, Dane, are you leaning one way or the other here, man? On this game, you know, it's so tough for me. I have been a proponent of this Tannehill Titans and what they're doing. I need to see the practice report on Derrick Henry, though, guys. Derrick Henry is banged up, and he, to me, is the real linchpin for this offense. All other things being equal, I'll lean towards the home team and ride the Tennessee wave, but I need Henry to be in there. What do you think, Jay? I'll tell you, I I agree with that. I think similar to how Josh Jacobs has opened the passing lanes up, for Carr, I think Henry does that for Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill, let's be honest, this Titans offense the last eight weeks has looked better than it has in five years. Okay? I lean towards them. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I, I lean towards them to win the game. I'm not going to take them because I do like this Houston Texans team. I think um, they're setting this Titans team total as high as 28. That's too high for me. But what? But they're forgetting about this Texas offense. What gets lost in how incredible that the Titans' offense has been is how subpar their defense has been. They are letting up points. And mm-hmm. the team total right now on the Houston Texans is 23-and-a-half. I think they got the best trio of wide receivers in the league when they're healthy. I don't know if Fuller's going to play, but Hopkins and Stills are still there. I yeah. think that they sneak over – 23 and a half as a team total this week win or lose Love hey, Jay, that. i gotta Dang. tell you the uh the rams trio may have something to say about that but one Ooh. last thing jay yeah yeah this Ooh. is the finale in the black hole this is the finale in the black hole oakland mm. i don't see jacksonville being able to go out there and upset the apple cart do you like do you think uh the swan song in the black hole is a big time victory for these raiders Yeah, I think they cover the six and a half. You know, I'm such a stickler, bro, for getting the best of the number. The line opened there five and a half, and it's now six and a half. So me, I would be looking to bet this game live. I would be hoping that somehow Jacksonville gets on the board early. Scores early. If they do, I will definitely press the button on Oakland. I think you're right. Emotions and Josh Jacobs should carry that team 
to a, a more than a touchdown win against a Jacksonville team that is, I thought was going to be a lot better. They were projected coming into the year to be the number one defense on football outsiders, and they lay they laid a complete egg this year, a complete yeah, that, egg. So yeah, I agree. I agree with that look, Dane. I agree. Cool. I- Dane, I got to ask you, man, uh, this is another one of these uh, games that the line just is going the wrong way. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals uh, getting 10. It opened up with against New England. Uh, Andy Dalton back and New England has been a hot mess this month. uh, And the line is actually moving towards Cincinnati, Dane. So do you buy it? Is it time to start fading the uh, the past records of New England? Are you buying Cincinnati keeping this game close? No, absolutely not. (laughs) No. This, to be honest, you've given Bill Belichick and Tom Brady finally all this material now. Oh, they suck. They're done. Oh, they can't trust the wide receivers. Oh, they need to tape the Cincinnati Bengals. Nah, nah, nah. This is the one time they're going to come in and make a statement. I think they run the ball. I wouldn't be mad to see Sony Michelle props of like one or two touchdowns. This is the Mm. kind of hop in, hop out, punch them in the mouth. I think they win by double digits. I think this win like, hey, don't forget about us. We all, mm. the, the three of us, obviously, we, we loathe the Patriots, right? Now, yes. <laughs> I think this Patriot team is overrated. I think the first time I said that about this team since the dynasty started is that they are overrated. But they have one of the easiest schedules in the league we know, right? And they've had the best defense in football because of the caliber of teams that they played. But they were exposed against the Ravens, the Texans, the Chiefs. But what they've done well this year is shut down teams that are subpar, especially mm. the lower third right. of the league. Now, the the Bengals have nothing to play for. They want the number one pick in the draft. Joe, the Bengals team total is 16. I think that's too high. I mm. don't see how they get to 16 this week with that offense against this Patriots defense that when they're playing garbage teams, they lock them down. So give me the Bengals team total under 16. And what about it, Dane? Tampa Bay. Give me Tampa Bay Lions, Dane. We talked about it a little bit earlier there with the whole uh, he can't grab the football. Uh, Is there any scenario in which you would not back uh, Tampa Bay in this game? Where I would not back Tampa Bay? Yeah. I mean, would you go Detroit, Dane? Go ahead, Jay. This this team, bro, has paid me off every week. This it was if if Winston plays, okay, I've mm-hmm. bet the derivative eleven weeks in a row. It's gone eight, two, and one. Tampa Bay is averaging thirty one points a game the last eleven weeks, yet the book continues to hang their team total between twenty three and a half and twenty five and a half. And eight out of eleven weeks it's come through for me. Right now it's at twenty three and a half. If Winston plays I'm on that over big. I know that Mike Evans probably doesn't play, but I He's think done. Chris Goodwin, O.J. Howard, Merriman, I think they're mm. good enough to get the job done if if he doesn't play. So if, if Winston's in the game, I'm all over the team total over. What do you yeah, think, I agree Dan? with that. Winston's the linchpin for me um, also on this one. If it's Ryan Griffin under set. Imagine that, Joe. Ryan Griffin versus David Blau. <laughs> <laughs> if that's the case, 
If that's the case, though, yeah, I'll take the home dog with three and a half points if it's Ryan Griffin versus David Blau. But I agree with Jameis in there. Um, Listen, he's on pace for 5,100 yards. I know because I have shares of him in fantasy left and right. I've been riding him with Evans and Godwin in DFS as well this season. It's absolutely Mm -hmm. ridiculous. What's good for the fantasy team is not always good for the real team. But, uh, yeah, if it's Jameis, I'll take them. Give us your My question, bad, guys, Dave. is about Sunday Night Football. Buffalo-Pittsburgh. Buffalo, Pittsburgh. Buffalo is go. getting points. What might be in the snow. Guys, I think Buffalo is just good. And I think the shine comes off the duck on Sunday night. What about y'all? Well, this is my question to you because it's they've been an enigma to me because mm-hmm. teams are not this successful when, they're deep, when their offenses are ranked 23rd or 24th in the league. Do you guys believe in this team? Because I'm still not sold. I'm still not sold. I'm not on sold who? on either one of them. I'm not sold oh, on either one of them. One, Jay? Buffalo or Pittsburgh? Yeah. I'm, bu- I'm Buffalo. I'm Buffalo. What are they, 9-4? and four? Yeah. I think they are you deserve sold? to be where they are. I think they're a tier below Baltimore, Kansas City, New England. Yeah. But but they are a good team. And I think their their defense is good enough to hold down Duck Hodges. Yeah, I think two very good defensive teams and two very good, two very well coached teams as well. And I think that's why we're seeing where coaching comes into play in the NFL. You get you get guys that are really good on one side of the ball, like the defense, defensive minded head coaches. By the way, the these two teams mirror each other as far as I'm concerned here. And I think they they both go about it the same way. And you can win games being a very well coached team with a great defense. It wins in the NFL. Jay, give us your best bet this weekend. What are you going with? Uh, best bet this weekend. Give me. I'll take. I'll take Tampa team total over if Winston plays. If he doesn't, give me Green Bay team total over twenty two and a half at Lambeau. He is Jay, the Sports Keg CEO. Check him out, Liveline SBR, man, nightly. Also, Odds Market, at the Sports Keg CEO on Twitter. Jay, we love you. Thanks for stopping by, brother. Good luck with the plays here, and then we'll count the money and talk again soon. I love you guys. Thanks, Jay. Appreciate it. All right, Dane, where are you going? Where's your best bet this weekend? Listen, guys, I'm on this. I can't figure out this Green Bay thing. I can't figure out Green Bay, Joe. Give me Green Bay. I'll lay the three and a half. It's it's mind blowing to me. It really, really is my. I I I feel like they're just there. And you know what? I'm gonna go Houston. I'm gonna back Houston here this weekend. I think this is the perfect spot for the bounce back for them. Listen, we've been waiting for that shoe to drop. And 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 I give Tennessee all the credit in the world, but they are Jekyll and Hyde. That team. It's still in there, Dan. You know what I mean? It's still there. I I think this is this is the spot Houston shows up and goes. We're still here. Might be. I stay away from this game, though, because weird things happen in the AFC South. Okay, so I'm I'm staying away with this one. I do like Oakland in the finale in the black hole. I don't think Mm -hmm. Jacksonville, you know, has enough pride and cojones to go in there. And let me tell you something. You and I, I think, have both been on this. I'm going back to my squad, Joe. Give me the Chargers as home dogs. Give me the Chargers Uh, as home dogs. I don't know that Minnesota. I think they lay an egg this week. Love that also. And I'm going to go under the total in the Denver-Kansas City game. Weather's going to be terrible. I think that defense is going to show up. I wouldn't expect Locke, look, what's his name? Luck 2, whatever his name is. Yeah, don't expect the same kind of game he had against you. I agree. Sunday, we'll do it all. Pro Football Today, 10 a.m. here on The Grid. Make sure you join Dane and I, Blewett and company. Good luck this weekend. We'll talk again on Monday. Have a good one. 
Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. you missed on make it rain the higher record should be the host but if it's tie a tie goes to the, the team that has the uh distinction of being a division champ and being the division champ so lead the division winning your division still should yes. still be uh there but then it's it comes automatic in. entry and breaks any ties for home as field. opposed to the idea of just give me the best eight teams in that conference Correct. no matter Correct. what it is because in the my plan eight. In my plan, the NFC East champion this year still gets in. In what Fangio is saying, the Rams or the Bears would get in over the Cowboys or the That's Eagles. That's correct, and right? I don't yes. agree with that. I don't right. agree with that. I think the Cowboys or the Eagles should at least get in. But if they're playing a 12-4 and four Seattle team or a 12-4 right. San Fran team, F it. They should have to travel. Yep, yeah. And that's really that's – where, that's where the argument's going to come in. Do we want the eight best? Or do we want the teams that win their division, which is nice, but if the division sucks like the NFC East does right, right now, and they well, lose the right to host. They lose right, the right to host. You know, because the other problem is that if you have a, let's say you have a nine-win team, it doesn't necessarily mean that the division, it could be the toughest division in football where they just right, they they, beat each they, other up. Right. They beat each other up, you know, like the Pac-12 does every, each and every yeah. year. So yeah. um, it's interesting, but again, how many years, and I'm wondering when is the last time we've had a 500 team? Like, like you just mentioned, when did we have a nine Seattle. and seven team and a wild card team have more wins? I don't did know. Did that happen recently? The Seahawks, they were seven and nine. Seattle was when seven was and that? nine. And that's when they won. They beat New Orleans with a Marshawn Lynch beast quake run. What, how long ago was that? That was. I think that was 2011. All right. So, so it's been, it's been a hot minute then. I mean, it, it hasn't, uh, it's not, it's, it's not every two bad. or three years. Since it's been that bad. But in my plan, I would even ex- implement this with a 9-7 and seven division champ and a 10-6 and six wild card team. This is a dramatic example this year, right? Because we may have 8-8 and, and we may have 12-4 and four in the wild card, right? Right. But I would do this even with a less dramatic example, a 10-6 a, a, a and six wild card team hosting right. a 9-7 division winner. You'd have no fun. So, the then, record, so it's champ, interesting. You seed them based upon record, but just get the them in based upon division. So yes. get them in on, on division. So division first and then record second. If you win your division, you're in. You're I don't in. care how bad the division yeah. was. I don't care if you beat each other up. You win your division, you're in. Because that is the goal of every team at training It's just camp. to get That's in the there, right? It's to get it's in. Goal, right? Right. But I do understand. because And listen to the narrative right now, Joe. Everyone, it's not about them getting in. It's about, oh, my God, they're going to host a playoff game. Right. So make Philly go to San Fran or Seattle or make Dallas go to go to Green Bay or Minnesota, whatever it winds up being. Yes, right. that's how I that's my yep. kind of pop up. Yep. Yeah, and it's uh, it's certainly worth talking about, but